presented by Amazon. Good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghu Manavolan. Here are the big things we're tracking on Wednesday, January 25th. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy officially booted Representatives Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell from the House Intelligence Committee. In a letter that was short on details about the two men's sins, the new House Speaker referred to integrity, honesty, and credibility as driving his decision. In a joint statement, Schiff, Swalwell, and Representative Ilhan Omar, who McCarthy has threatened to remove from the House Foreign Affairs Committee, said McCarthy had struck a corrupt bargain in his desperate and nearly failed attempt to win the speakership, a bargain that required political vengeance against the three of us. It is maybe no surprise that reporters immediately asked McCarthy how his expulsion of the two Democrats for alleged dishonesty squares with his hands-off approach to another well-known congressman, Representative George Santos, who has lied about, well, pretty much everything. Santos was recently given assignments on the House Small Business Committee and the House Science, Space, and Technology Committee. McCarthy, for the first time, laid down some specific criteria for what it would take to move against the Long Island Fabulist. McCarthy told reporters that if the Ethics Committee found that Santos broke the law, then we will remove him. Given the latest Santos news, it looks like the committee will be busy with referrals. Politico's data reporter, Jessica Piper, has a story up this morning on some rather unusual disbursements included in Santos's campaign finance reports. And she's here to talk about it. Jessica, how's it going? How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for asking. Uh, so first off, what is the exact allegation here when it comes to George Santos? Yeah, so the allegation in a complaint filed by the, the Campaign Legal Center earlier this month is that Santos's campaign may have committed several campaign finance violations. That includes the fact that he loaned his campaign $700,000, but it's not clear how he had the personal wealth to do that. And it also includes some some misreporting or alleged misreporting of certain disbursements. Um, And part of the, the evidence around that is the large number of transactions that are reported as being $199.99. There's a requirement that if you spend 200 or more dollars on a campaign expense, you have to keep the receipt or the invoice related to that spending. Um, but if it's under that threshold, you don't. And so it's unusual to see many, many transactions that are the exact same amount. And it's especially interesting that that amount happens to be one cent below this threshold. And something that you noted in your story that's up in today's playbook, uh, when you looked at other congressional campaigns, uh, this type of expense wasn't something that's very common. Yes, we wanted to look at, you know, is this something that could happen to other campaigns too? Because campaigns can spend any amount of money. They can spend $1 on parking for an event. They can spend millions of Mm. dollars on ads. We wanted to look, well, how, how common is it that campaigns spend, you know, very close to this threshold? And we did see there are some campaigns that, they get close to the threshold with certain expenses. A, a common one was there's a certain type of Zoom subscription that's $199.90. So quite a few campaigns had spent that exact amount, for example. But specifically with George Santos's campaign, it was responsible for roughly half of the of the expenditures that were worth exactly $199.99. And that is you know, quite a quite a coincidence, um, or or maybe something else is the allegation that it may have been misreported. So, 
Uh, so what do we know about the uh, CLC? I know that they were the ones that kind of raised this question to the FEC or filed a complaint. Is this something they do that they kind of, you know, rifle through expense reports? I'm just kind of curious what they're known for. Yeah, the Campaign Legal Center is known for filing campaign finance complaints against many campaigns, both Democrats and Republicans. Back in 2016, they filed a complaint against Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign, alleging possible coordination with the super PAC. They've also filed campaign finance complaints against former President Donald Trump um, over various issues. So they are, you know, have gone after Democrats and Republicans when they think there's a law that's been violated. I'm just kind of curious if you're getting any sense of like what happens next year, you know, like do complaints filed to the FEC? Does it, does it usually lead to anything? Do they kind of get, you know, scuttled away? I'm just curious if you've seen anything happening here. Yeah, it will depend whether the complaint filed by the FEC gets taken up by the Department of Justice. Um, there has been some reporting elsewhere, right, that federal prosecutors are looking into George Santos, and they mm. could certainly take this up as part of that investigation. The FEC will probably defer on its own investigation until the DOJ decides whether to do or not do anything. Um, and then mm. if the Department of Justice decided not to do anything, then the Federal Election Commission might begin its own investigation, and that probably could take years to resolve. Um, they move very slowly um, at the FEC. So we shall see. Um, but We shall see. Yeah, that's, that's the best we can say. Political data reporter Jessica Piper. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Here's a question then. What about that $700,000? Yesterday, Santos's campaign made an unusual amendment to one of its FEC filings. That was first reported by the Daily Beast. Back in 2021, Santos reported that he loaned his campaign $80,000. Last year, he reported two more loans, one for $500,000 and one for $125,000. In all three cases, he said the money came from his own personal funds. Needless to say, the provenance of that money has been a source of intrigue. Santos has claimed he legitimately earned his fortune through his work connecting wealthy clients with various financial opportunities, but he's dodged on the details. On the War Room podcast this month, he said, I'll tell you where it didn't come from. It didn't come from China, Ukraine, or Burisma. Yesterday, Santos clouded the issue further. The changes to the FEC filings recharacterized the $500,000 and $125,000 loans to indicate that the money did not come from personal funds. The change has baffled campaign finance experts. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 920. Vice President Kamala Harris will travel to the Capitol to address the Democratic caucus at 1230. President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris will have lunch together. At 1.45, Harris will depart D.C. to head to Los Angeles. And at 8.20, Harris will visit Monterey Park, California, where she'll meet with the families of the mass shooting victims there. The House will meet at 10 a.m. The Senate will meet at 10 a.m. Worth noting in the Senate, Missouri freshman Senator Eric Schmidt is working hard to join the coveted Senate Judiciary Committee. He's even called Senators Tom Tillis and Marsha Blackburn to see if they'll give up their spots. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghu Munavalan. Have a good Wednesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning.
All employees should have the opportunity and tools to grow their careers, regardless of where they start. That's why Amazon offers 10 different programs designed to help employees advance their careers and move into higher paying roles within Amazon. Learn more at aboutamazon.com. 